This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Back to practice today with the Blue Jackets in town tomorrow. How many players will the Capitals get back tomorrow against Columbus? And our guest this morning, Caps assistant coach, Mitch Love. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, November 17th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's back to work today for the Capitals, a practice day at 10.30 at MedStar Capitals Iceplex with an optional skate expected on Saturday before the game with Columbus. Today's lines and deep pairs, likely what we'll see for the game tomorrow night. Here's hoping for good health and returning some players to the lineup. Possibles include Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Joel Edmondson, and Anthony Mantha. We'll also see if Darcy Kemper is okay after leaving practice early Wednesday with what appeared to be a lower body injury. Today on the show, we have Mitch Love with us. He is a new assistant coach of the Capitals in charge of running the defense. He's a former NHL player, known for dropping the mitts occasionally. He's also a two-time coach of the year in the American Hockey League and comes to the Caps after being the head coach of Calgary's AHL affiliate. He also had Matthew Phillips play for him during their time with the Flames organization. We discuss his move to Washington. John Carlson, the decor as a whole after 14 games and coaching alongside Spencer Carberry. Well, Mitch, thanks for joining us here. It's been a great start to the season, and we'll get to that here in a moment. But I want to talk a little bit more about you and your journey to get here, having coached in the Calgary system and the AHL and coming here under Spencer Carberry. What's this transition been like for you? Well, it's been an enjoyable one. It's given me a newfound excitement to come to the rink because of our staff and our, the players we get to work with each and every day. I mean, that's when you're in this business as a coach, jobs seem to come and go. But if you don't enjoy what you do and you walk through those doors, it can be a, a long, lonely day. So, yeah, we've had a great start. Record aside, I, I just really enjoy coming to work and, and continuing to learn as a coach. I learn a ton from these players and then obviously our staff, lots of experience in there. But it, it's been great. It's a great area. I, I love living here and it's been a lot of fun so far. Spencer has just a positive vibe about him that anybody that we've talked to when it's not him, it just seems to be something that's contagious and it seems to be in the room something that the guys not only have bought into but certainly enjoy as well. What's your relationship and vibe about Spencer having worked with him here for the last couple of months? As advertised, I would say, you know, I didn't know Spencer real well leading into this job. Some interactions over the years uh, when he was in the East Coast League and I was in the Western Hockey League talking about players and whatnot. But his energy, his detail, his work ethic, I mean, those are all things that we try to instill with our group. And um, I think you're starting to kind of see that. We knew it was probably going to be an adjustment for everybody here uh, with the new staff, some new structural things being put in place and and kind of the day-to-day orientation of our group. But it's been a lot of fun. I mean, he, he's organized. He lets us know where we're at, where we need to be as a staff and as a group as, uh, of players. And he's been a pleasure to work with. From a structure standpoint and running the D and trying to be able to get things up to speed, I mean, defense, especially with young defensemen, it's tough. Even Spencer's talked about with us in the pregame that for these guys, it's, you know, you certainly understand there's a learning curve and trying to get it going. But what has this been like now, 14 games going into the Columbus game this weekend of, getting everything the way that you want it on the back end? Well, it's definitely been a revolving door of, of personnel back there. Obviously based on injury, performance-based, trying to find the right chemistry within our pairs, 
really hasn't lined up that way, maybe as smoothly as we all uh, would like it to be uh, this early on. But that's the game of hockey. I mean, the, the beauty part about it for me is some of those young defensemen is they're, they're getting thrown into the Wolves here and, and getting quality minutes and against good players each and every night. So it's a good learning experience for them. And, and then our veteran guys have really stepped up and done a good job of mentoring those guys. You know, I've kind of changed pairs intermittently during games quite often to find the right balance versus matchups and whatnot. You know, the guys have done a good job, and it's a, it's a lot of fun to work with the group. John Carlson has, by the time it's all done, he may rewrite everything in the Caps record book among defensemen. What has it been like coaching him? And obviously you lean on him quite a bit in all situations. Your thoughts through 14 games of coaching number 74? He's a pro. I mean, he comes to the rink each and every day uh, working, working on his craft. He's a workhorse. I mean, in the minutes he's playing right now, I'm a little bit based again on injuries and guys in and out of the lineup. I just trust. I trust him a lot. Uh, he's a veteran guy that's played almost a thousand games in this league, so he understands what he can or can't do at this level and, and certain matchups. And the biggest thing that I've seen from him is just the extension of the teaching that maybe I'm implementing with the group of defensemen, the younger guys. He's a big help in that in, in terms of his leadership, his in-game conversations on the bench with the young defensemen to help them along in their in their game. That's so key, and you need that, and especially what we're going through with our back end and youth there right now, based on the injuries. But it, he's been a pleasure to work with. Hear that mentorship in Carlson, and I can only think back to the Islander game where Lucas Johansson slides in an in-game transition in the first period, ends up logging the most minutes he'd ever logged in an NHL game. I would imagine having John for him was very comforting, but at the same time, good for Lucas to be able to step up and and fill that role when you needed it in a bad way with three guys out due to injury. Yeah, I'm a big big trust guy. I mean, and probably every coach would say that. I try to have a feel in game on who's performing well, who's getting the job done and rewarding that. And I think in that case, Lucas earned those minutes. Maybe when back of your mind going into the game, you don't expect that to be the case. And like you said, I think it's anybody that plays with John probably settles in and there's lots of talk and he's such a smart hockey player. He really helps whoever he's playing with. But you know, our group of D are starting to understand that if, you, if you're performing, you're ready to play and, and you're executing and you're whatever role that may be, I'll reward you with ice on. I don't care what AGR or, or whatnot. It's about getting the job done and just need a few more guys to kind of hop on that uh, bus. Two of the guys, uh, tools in the toolbox, if you will, a Swiss Army knife and Trevor Van Riemsdyk, because he can go either side, and then Joel Edmondson and the toughness he brings. We haven't seen him yet, and we haven't seen Trevor for a while, but it sounds like they're getting closer, and certainly whenever they get are able to get back in the lineup, that's certainly going to be a big help. Absolutely. I mean, they're two veteran guys. One guy's won a Stanley Cup. I mean, uh, anytime you can add that kind of depth to your back end, it helps maybe take a little bit of a workload off of a guy like John or Rasmus Sandin or, or Nick Jensen. You know, even though those guys want to be on the ice at all times, it, over the course of a long hockey season, our schedule is going to get busier here in the next couple of weeks where it's going to be important to find some balance in our minutes back there with travel and whatnot. But it would be nice to get those guys back. You know, just it gives us a little bit of stability back there. Talked a lot about the D, but one forward I got to ask you about because you know him so well coming from AHL Calgary, and that's Matthew Phillips, a guy that is not big but has a heart that is a whole lot bigger than his body would suggest and he seems to have found a role here and using his speed and somebody you had and had a lot of influence on him coming here. The stuff I watch here with him is is not surprising to me. It's probably surprising to yourself or others, you know. You know, prime example, I mean last night's a 3 nothing game, 30 seconds left in the hockey game, you know, that we're trying to get a job done for for Charlie Lindgren and, and a shutout there and he goes out and blocks a big shot. I mean, that's a guy that's trying to stay in the NHL and play every day. He, he's done that his whole career. He's 
he's been you know discredited for his stature and this and that as a player uh, he's got a ton to prove I think he's still learning how hard it is to play in the NHL each and every day and what kind of plays you can or can't make at certain times I know it's part of his game but everybody checks at such an elite level in this league that he's still finding that and the more reps he gets I think the the better he'll be off in, in that regard Last one for you, just in the general sense, this team, 7-1-1 one, and one in the last nine, a vast departure from what we saw in the first five games of the season. We hear character, we hear belief, we hear playing for each other, and it just seems like a very positive vibe here for the last few weeks. What's it look like from your standpoint on the bench? Well, I think with our guys, they're starting to understand that the, the pucks aren't going in for us quite as often as they used to or what we'd like to see. But the impressive part for me being on that bench and working with these guys each and every other day is the competitiveness away from the puck right now that's allowing us to win tight hockey games. Uh, We've cut our goals against down drastically from last year's team. So it's allowing us to be competitive. It's allowing us to hang around hockey games and find ways to win. We might have to win 2-1, 3-2 this year until things start to come offensively for certain guys. But anytime you can do that and you have strong special teams, which you know we, we get our power play going at some point here, it, it gives you an opportunity to win hockey games and it's hard to win in this league. But our guys are doing a good job in terms of that commitment level of play away from the puck and you know win in tight hockey games. Well, Mitch, here's to good health on defense and it's been fun here the last few weeks. Appreciate you sharing this and uh, joining us thank you yeah thank you very much all right thanks to mitch love for joining us here this morning it's the caps and the columbus blue jackets tomorrow note the start time 7 30 it's hockey fights cancer night at capital one arena 7 15 airtime on 1067 the fan and caps radio 24 7 heard for free at caps radio 247.com have a great weekend everybody For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.